Hello and welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It? Podcast. I'm your host. There's me pretending I'm a MMA fire. Absolutely not. <laughs> Don't look like I'm in ring shape at all. Um, but today's guest, he absolutely is. He has competed in UFC, Bellator, Golden Boy Promotions, LXF and UNF. Please welcome Albert, the Belizean warrior, Morales. How you doing today, mate? You all good? All good, man. I appreciate the intro, man. You got everything down. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Good start so far, mate. Good start so far. Um, but thank you for coming on. As I said to you before recording and when I did re- uh, reach out to you initially, this is uh, kind of my first specific MMA-related episode, um, as it is predominantly a wrestling podcast. But I actually believe that the wrestling and MMA are more similar than people think. If you think about the promos, uh, the entrances, and even the feuds themselves, um, have been inspired by wrestling. I think Danny White himself said that, and a lot of MMA people have said that as well. And even if you look at some of the former MMA fighters, Ronda Rousey, Ken Shamrock, um, Matt Riddle, Shane Baszler, who all have been in MMA and had successful careers, transitioned to wrestling and were very successful. So I want to ask you, just before we discuss your MMA career, because um, I feel obliged to ask you, are you a fan of pro wrestling? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it de- it depends on what you say is, uh, you know, what you determine as a fan, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I I had my moment, man. I was a big Undertaker fan, big Kane fan, nice. Rob Van Dam, um, uh, Chris Benoit. Even though all the craziness, but Chris yeah. Benoit was on my as, as a best though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know the Hardy Boys. I was like in that middle between like when when WCW became WWE mm-hmm. and then when it became uh did, did did it change? Yeah, so after that that they bought out WCW about a year later that she became WWE. So it was WWF for like 40 50 years and then due sure. to with the um the animal company uh they had to change it legally and it's just yes it all got a bit messy. But since 2002 they have been WWE. Yeah, I, I remember the merge over. So, like, I remember The Rock being the big guy. Yeah. I remember, uh, um, I know, I know John Cena was like, I know he like came back. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I, I stay, like, I remember, I don't know, like, um, I guess my last like big memory was the first Elimination Chamber. Nice. And I remember, yeah, yeah, like, I remember, Shawn Michaels, um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, who, who won that one? Uh, Shawn Michaels, so he actually just come back from an injury four years out. And then uh, his haircut's all dodgy. But the match itself's awesome, man. It's at Madison Square Garden in New York. Ah, uh, see, I, I didn't even pay. I, I did not pay. The, who was in that? Who was in that? Uh, okay, this is where I show off my proper nerd um, fandom. So you had Kane, Booker T, Jericho, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and RVD. RVD, that's, see, I was going to say that. I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to sound wrong, but. RVD was the guy I was going for, and when he got yeah. eliminated, I remember like crying. I was like so, <laughs> I was so devastated. Yeah. So oh, yeah, man, man I, I I love wrestling, but um, but uh, like as I got older, I kind of got went away from it and stuff like yeah. that. But I appreciate it. I, I have a lot of my friends actually fight MMA, uh, mm-hmm. have transitioned to wrestling as well. Uh, Bulletproof True. Yeah. Uh, he's one of those guys. He uh, he, he used to he's a. Uh, Actually, I think he still actively fights too. He's just more focusing on wrestling. Yeah. Um, my friend Zeta, actually Daria, Daria, her, um, her 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 name is um Sonia Sonia Deville. Yeah, She's yeah, yeah. She, I I was. Could have mentioned her as well. Fuck. 
Yeah, she's actually a really good friend of mine from way back. Yeah. We were amateurs together because she actually fought M- MMA. Oh wow! No, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, she yeah she she has two MMA fights and then she ended up going into yeah. uh, wrestling. That's pretty cool, man. Like, you've just got yourself yeah. over with my wrestling fans and the podcast is out there already. And I, I assume a lot of them um already MMA fans, but after listening to this, they'll be fans of you uh, for sure. So I want to know, what? how did you actually get into the sport itself of combat sport and mixed martial arts? Uh, okay. I, well, I, like As a kid, I grew up, I, I enjoyed fighting, man. I, I, I kind of like being like the guy who can... Who would be down to scrap? The guy who would win fights a lot. Like I was, I was, I was, I was into that stuff. Um, but I never trained. I didn't do any of that. Um, I got into MMA. I was actually in jail. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was actually in jail. Yeah, yeah, I was actually in jail. Um, my girlfriend was pregnant. Had just had my daughter. My daughter yeah. actually. Had, I wasn't there for the birth of my daughter, and I was in jail. And I was sitting there playing cards with my friends, and I was like, "Man, like, like I was thinking to myself as I was playing cards, I was like, man, like I gotta change my life, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I can't be in here. Like, I have a kid. My dad wasn't there. I have to be there. Yeah. Um. So I was thinking, and then randomly, the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, it was uh, I forgot what season it was, but it was the one where Tony Ferguson won with Brock Lesnar, and uh, it pops on. It pops on, and uh, and usually they cut it off. Because they don't want inmates watching fights, but for some reason the guards left it on. I guess I guess they were watching it, yeah. and I and I remember watching my my stepdad was a he practiced jujitsu, so he introduced me to MMA and the UFC. So I and and like I said, I was a fan of wrestling, so I kind of knew about the UFC a little bit. Yeah. I, I did watch the Ultimate Fighter, but I was sitting there, I was like, you know what, man? Like I used to fight, I was still fighting in jail and stuff like that, and I was like, you know what, like. I think I could do that. Like I could do, I could do that. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna try and do that. And, and my friends were like, "Yo, man, shut up, play your hand." You know what I mean? I was like, "Watch when I get out." Yeah. I was like, "When I get out, I'm gonna do that." And and that's what it was, man. I got I got out. I thought I I yeah. moved the closest gym to me, and that's all she wrote. Hmm. You know, four years later, I was in the UFC, and then till this day, I think I've been uh, I've been training for about like eleven years now. So. Just a few things to dissect as well. And I do respect that you've been open about that as well. And one thing that I do appreciate is if they're going on your social media, you are a family man. It, you know, you can't deny it. And, you know, you're always, um, you're proud of being a dad and, you know, you're off your children as well. And and the fact that you'll post about them, not just yourself. And it's quite rewarding. I can see that from all your fights and then you get to spend time with them and uh, show them off as well. That you, uh, that, you know, that that's the result of your hard work as well. Um what I do want to know and establish as well. So what does it mean to you to be a fighter? To be a fighter. I mean, it's everything at this point, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's everything. Like it should be everything and everybody, you know, you should, I think we're all like designed to fight, you know, yeah. whether it's to fight like physically or fight for what we want to do. Yeah. You know, you have to fight for whatever, like it's not going to be, it's never going to be easy. You know, and that's like something that fighting has taught me, but that should be in everybody's life, you know, fight, fight, fight. Like it's everything. Waking up in the morning and fighting yourself to get out of bed is a fight. You feel me? But you have to win that fight or else you're just going to sit there. So it's everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I respect that. So kind of like all or nothing really, but it's sort of a lot of kind of imagine being like a lot of a mental game as opposed to just being a physical game as well. Big time. Big time. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's definitely physical too. Yeah, but yeah. the mental what drives the physical, you know, because uh, 
when you're tired and you don't want to go, you got to mentally tell yourself, fuck that. You got to keep going, you know? Um, you can push yourself a lot harder. I mean, you might not be as fast, right? Like as when you started, but you just keep, you can keep just going. Like you might be fucking tired, but if you pick your foot up, mm-hmm. you keep, you know, keep your hands up, keep moving, you'll recompose, you'll recover, and then you can keep going. You can, you can get another burst, you know? So just keep fighting. So, yeah. Your first amateur. I don't know if you question. <laughs> no, 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 that's good. No, that's fine. I don't think there is a simple way to answer that, but I just want to sort of, you know, just get an understanding, a better understanding of what it means to be a fighter, someone who's just a podcaster, but is a fan of the sport and respects anyone that does go into the octagon um, or try, or even trains even, you know, it's not easy. Um, you know, I, I, I happily admit I'm quite lazy, but I I really do appreciate those that do it themselves and will never ever be able to be like, I can do that. Fuck no, I can't. <laughs> Absolutely not. But, you know, just even speaking to you and just uh, getting that passion um, through this interview right now. But what I want to know is your first ever amateur fight. I want to know mentally, going into the fight itself, um, how were you and the actual aftermath and just the fight itself? Because I actually asked wrestlers about their first ever match. But so I think it'll be quite interesting to hear about your first ever um, mixed martial arts match. Um, a bunch of emotions for sure. And I think, and you know, it's crazy. It's always the same thing. Like there's mm-hmm. always a bunch of emotions every single fight. It's always different, you know, yeah. uh, even as dialed in as you can be, some anything could happen. It's crazy. But, um, my first, uh, my first amateur fight. Leading up to it, I was excited, man. It was like finally, like, this is this is what I wanted to do. Yeah, this is what I've been training to do. Like, like this is it, you know. Um, from from getting out of jail, like I had, I have no martial arts experience. So from getting out of jail, it was two years. Like, like from jail, two years, I was making my my amateur debut. So I was like super excited because I didn't yeah. I didn't understand what it took to become a fighter. Like I thought you would just go go to a boxing gym, learn learn how to punch, and then you go and fight her. So I, I had no idea there was amateurs, professionals. Yeah. You know, rankings. And... Get to the UFC. I didn't, I had no idea. But once I understood that, I, I was like, all right, let's go. Let's work, 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 work. So I was in a rush to get to that first fight because I was in a rush to get to the UFC. And so, like, I was just so excited, man. It was cool. And the cool thing is I was going to a fighter gym. So I saw a lot of, like, a lot of my older friends going out and fighting. So I was motivated, even more hungry, just to be like, yo, you guys got cool wins, but I'm about to finish everybody, you know? So, like, I was yeah. I was excited, man. Um, and, and and same thing, as soon as that belt, like, I, I, I mean, the, the, the nerves of, like, fuck, I better not, like, mess up, you mm. know? Like, I don't want to lose in front of my friends. I don't want to lose in front of my girlfriend. Like, like I don't want to, like, lose in front of my, 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 my mom didn't go. She was a little nervous, but my stepdad was there, and my real dad was there, too. And so they were both there, and I was like, "Man, I can't lose in front of the homies." Oh, yeah, any more pressure, then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but but at the end of the day, man, I went out there and I and, and I just chunked them. I I, mm. uh, I got tired. I got tired, and um, I remember I remember um, it, it ended up going to the second round. I ended up taking the guys back and submitting them, mm-hmm. and I was exhausted. I'm not gonna lie; like it was just uh, I, I I I from the jump. Like it's funny because we went to go touch gloves, right? And in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm going to touch gloves, I'm going to step back, and I'm going to fire, right? That's, that's what I was going to do. So I went in there, I touched the guy's glove, and as soon as I touched, I fired my cross. And it was just right away, like, nice. in my mind, it was, it was a cheap shot, right? But, like, in, in my mind, I swear to God, I was like, it was like touch, and then I fired. But it wasn't. Yeah. It was touch, and I took off. And so, uh, so I, 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 that was a little bit of nerves, you know? 
but it was cool, man. It was cool. It was a great experience. Mm. And I was just excited, man. I was, and you I got the get... result that you wanted as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was hungry as a, as a, the, the amateur in the beginning half of my pro career. Mm -hmm. I was just, uh, there's nothing that could stop me. I was just, let's go, let's go. Yeah, now that's blessed, man. And you went into Birdsville quite quick as well. I mean, it's quite astonishing with someone that didn't really grow up watching MMA, didn't really have like, uh, didn't grow up training into, you know, to do like mixed martial arts or just variations of it like karate or whatever jiu-jitsu and if you'd have been Bellator and you went on quite a decent street as well um how did you get your foot into Bellator um I was uh so after my first fight <laughs> um uh I got offered a title fight well no I didn't get offered a title fight nobody wanted to fight the champion and I said I'd fight him yeah and I ended up winning so I became the Spar Star champion when Spar Star is like a very it's a it's a local show over here, uh, but it's one of the best. It's one of the top shows. Like Carlos Sparza was the was the Sparstar champion. Myself, yeah. a lot of like a lot of our Black House guys that were with Sparstar champs. Um, but um, that guy, like he ended up uh, because of that, I qualified to become a, a, a to fight for the state championship, and I went in and I fought for the state championship at the end of the year, um, and I I lost the decision, uh, but a lot of people thought I could have won. But it, it, it is what it is, right? But someone yeah. saw, and I think they worked for Bellator, and they uh and they invited me over to Bellator, and got me got me connected with it. And how did you find Bellator? Because so, I know you've been there twice, um, technically. I've been there three times. I've oh, been there three, three times. times. So I, yeah, yeah, I debuted for Bellator. It was a big deal, actually. My 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 the the, the owner of Sparstar, Tony Padilla, got me into Bellator. Actually, yeah. Um, shout out to him. So, so he actually got me into Bellator um, both times, and it was just because I was his champ, you know. And uh, he he got me into it. I was excited. Again, it was I was excited. And the thing is, they I like I was brought in to lose both mm -hmm. of my Bellator fights. You know, you know, there's an A side, B side fighter, but for me, I didn't care. I was like, I'm the A side fighter anyways, you know. Um, so I I didn't care. Like I like to me, honestly, every fight didn't matter. The only fight was the UFC. That's all I cared about was just getting to the UFC. Yeah. Um. So it was cool. It was cool. It was cool because I mean, I, I'm I'm blessed, bro. Honestly, all I did was work, and God blessed me. You know, um, because uh, most fighters, their first fight, they're getting six hundred bucks, and it costs it costs almost two thousand to fight. You know, you have to pay like almost like two thousand dollars just for medicals and licensing. <laughs> Just alone, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I, was like, yeah. I thought it was just like yeah. you know, you get paid, that's it. And then oh, I didn't realize there's more to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to fight, right? Your debut. You have to, well, I mean, it makes sense. You have to get medically clear. They have to see yeah. your like, you know. Um, but yeah, that. But now I think it's like around eight hundred bucks. I think it kind of went down. But yeah, at that time it was it was pretty expensive. Mm. And um, uh. But I was I was blessed because my debut I was making I was making like four thousand bucks, which is still not that much, you know. But it's a lot compared to like six hundred dollars, which these guys out oh, here yeah. at the local shows are making. So I was definitely blessed, man. And uh, and I and I had two good showings, two mm -hmm. good finishes, and then um, that was it. That was it. Then I I I went on a, as a free agent, yeah, and ended up uh, going on a winning streak and found myself fighting in front of Dana White. Mm. and getting signed to the UFC. UFC, we'll touch on that. As you mentioned, like, just getting there. Um, what I do want to obviously, UFC, biggest MMA company out there in the world. So, um, but I want to know, how would you describe your overall experience in the UFC? And how does it know 
Uh, so how does it feel knowing that you are fighting against the best talent in the world? Oh man, like looking back at it, it's pretty. It's awesome, man. I I can't wait to go back. You mm. know, it's uh, it's it's way different. It's way different, man. Like uh, the way everything is run, the way uh, you feel like you're among, like you like you say, you feel like you're amongst the best in the world just because of the title of UFC. You know, and yeah. you are, you are, dude. You know what I mean? Like I have to like give these fighters credits. You know, like everybody there is the best in the world, man. And that's exactly where I want to be. I'm, I want to be amongst the best in the world. Um, it's cool, man. I, I, I wish I would have appreciated it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I was too much like too, too hungry, too talking, mm -hmm. like too, like caught up in my own hype. Still you quite know, young as well when like, you went what? to UFC as well. Yeah. 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 I was, uh, I was, I was 24. Yeah. Yeah. And it was crazy because like literally like I, I, I keep talking, like my mom hates when I bring up jail, but it's like such a big That's part. Fine, Honestly, it's, you know, yeah. It's, yeah, but you've got it's, that it's, so it's you're not shy yeah. away from me. I'm more than happy to hear, mate. No, dude, and I'm not, and I'm not, and, and it's 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 kind of like kind of the reason why I share my daughters because like I, I'm very private myself, but at the same mm. time, like I do share some stuff, and I share my daughters because I want people, I want other fathers to see stuff like that. The same way I talk about jails because I want other kids to see like, yo, you can switch it up yeah. because. From 18 to 21, I was in and out of jail, right? So I'd never had a job. Like, I mean, I think I had, like, one, like, fake sales, like, door-to-door -door job, but, like, nothing real. Yeah. Um, And then I got out of jail at 21. Four years later, I was in the UFC. So it's like you, like, like anything is possible. You just got to just work, you know, just put set your mind to something and yeah. work. And um, I don't know how I got into that shit, but... Um, yeah, man, UFC was awesome, bro. I, w I I can't wait to go back for sure. So if they do like <laughs> ultimate fighter, uh, I mean, at this, this season as we're uh, currently um, in at the moment, I think Connor's team finally won one. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, if they give you an opportunity to come back, um, you know, as an next fighter, I'm gonna see grab that opportunity if Dana comes. I tried, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah, man. Oh, did you uh, try this season as well? I tried to, I tried to, but you know. Uh, it's it's all about you know who you know yeah um and then also hey Connor came in and took out like four guys or something like that for his homies to get on there too so some things you can't control yeah. and and honestly man like I said I like I said you just gotta just stay down ten toes down man and just keep pushing mm -hmm. and it's gonna happen you know if you, whatever you want bro and maybe and maybe maybe you know I know sometimes people say shit doesn't happen but maybe it's not what you want but it's what you need that's gonna happen but just mm -hmm. stay. Stay keep it pushing, you know. Stay focused. Um, I'm sure it will come knocking on your door when you least expect it as well. Um, yeah. I've got to ask you when you were fighting for the UFC, um, you actually fought in Glasgow, Scotland. Now I'm in the UK, but I'm in England. But I do have a lot of uh, UK fans, uh, a few listeners from Scotland, so I'm sure they want to hear uh, what it was like for you to fight in Scotland and how did you find uh, the folks in Glasgow, Scotland? <laughs> I love Glasgow, Scotland. I love them, bro. I, I love the UK, bro. I love yeah. it. I love it. Um, uh, it was it was a little dark, right? I think I was I think I was there around the winter a little bit, so it was a little bit dark. But I I enjoy that weather. I like I enjoy the, like. Cause me and my coaches, I it was actually cool because I had all my coaches with me. I had Coach Kenny Johnson, um, I had James Teal. Was, was, at the time, those were my two coaches, so it was real cool. We got to um, visit, you know, the UK and and see all the agriculture, all the freaking buildings. It was nice, man. The mm. people, the fans were insane, and like I still have fans still this day from uh from Glasgow from that from that card. Yeah. Um, 
it was cool, man. It was cool. Uh, afterwards, I, like, I was pissed because I lost, but the fans made it all cool because I was walking that because like, I didn't want to take the bus. I walked, I walked the street, and all the fans were like, good Morales, job. man, good fight, good no. fight. <laughs> yeah, it was tight, man. It was cool, bro. I can't. I I, I would love to fight there again, man. Uh, I I love traveling the world and seeing different cultures. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but for sure, UK. I can't wait, man. No, mate. I can't uh, wait. It's back, me, and it's England. Just let me know, and I'll come see you. Um. But after, oh, man, after folks, dream. we do genuinely appreciate it, mate. It, like whether you're a winner or a loser, as long as we get a good fight, we applaud you both. That's how we see it, and we, as long as you're both trying, that's that's all we care about. Get our money's worth. Um, but I just want to know, just to sort of um, put a lid on the UFC talk, what were your interactions like with Dana White? Dana, uh, well, you know, you don't really get to talk to him like at where I was. I never really got to um, to the Dana White status, you know, Dana White privilege status, you know. But um, uh, the interactions, like, I mean, when he signed me, super cool. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a business guy, man. He's he's gotta run a business. So yeah. Um I don't know. I uh he he was always cool. I mean I'm trying to think, uh did I get a Dana White oh, yeah, actually I did. I did get a Dana White. Um so he does these things like sometimes when I guess on a big card he'll come and he'll hype us up. Yeah. Uh it was for the it was for the Tyron Woodley versus Wonder Boy fight, the first one. Dana White came and hyped us up, and he just told us, go out there and make your money, man. There's three bonuses on the table. Go get them, you know? And uh, he's super cool. Mm. Dana White was cool, man. Great stuff. He can sell ice to Eskimo. <laughs> I completely forgot what the expression was. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, he's cool. a charmer, absolutely. And I, I do enjoy listening to him talk, and I think he's a good promoter. But I know a lot yeah. of fans aren't the biggest fans of him, but each to their own. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, exactly. I'm not worried about. Yeah, I, I mean, you can't be loved by everybody. Exactly. You know? Um. Now nah, that's cool, man. Um. While I've been on the undercard for Golden Boy Promotions Little War Tears match, um, I know that must have been quite an experience for you, but I'm sure there was something else that happened that must have been um, a bigger moment for you, a more memorable and a life changing moment. So, talk talk to me about the the fight first, and then we'll talk to the listeners about what happened after the fight. Yeah, that's a funny situation right there. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, I don't know how to start because this is going to be a funny one. This is this is an hilarious <laughs> one because, all right. But uh, no, the fight was actually the that that's a very like big fight in my career because this was my first fight outside the UFC. Yeah, and um, and uh, I felt like I was like. I don't know, man. Like it's weird. Like I had, I was so caught up in my ego while I was in the UFC. I was because everything was going for me, and then I got to the UFC, and I only had one win. I had one win, one draw, and like six losses. You know, it's like the fact that they kept me that long was like a shout out to them. But I guess I was kind of entertaining. You know, I, I'd I'd get down, but I I, I didn't. I I was like, uh, as soon as I got to the UFC, I started partying and doing all kind of nonsense, and kind of just like I said, got lost in my own head. I thought I was bigger that. Than you're still young. Was. And to, yeah, to establishing yourself, and, and, it's easy. Oh, and that's why, and that's why I brought up the whole jail thing. Like, yeah. like I went from making no money to making like forty thousand dollars a night. You know, mm-hmm. so it was really, really, and and I was fighting like I, I had seven fights in the UFC, so I was kind of full of myself, and I got lost. And then eventually, I knew I got released, and uh, the bat, the big, the 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 Golden Boy promotion show was like, you know, it was my first fight out the UFC, and in my mind, it was like. 
to smoke this guy. Like I'm, I'm, I'm UFC level, right? And I'm saying, I'm saying this in my mind, you know. And 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 uh, I go in there, and 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 it was one of the worst performances I've had. Like, like the dude, like freaking controlled my back. I I got exhausted. Like he did the whole Dagestani handcuff where your arm is behind your back. Yeah. And like burnt my arm out, and it was just the worst thing. And the thing is, I had already planned to propose. So to, to to she I mean we're not together we're still we still co-parent we're still friends yeah um you know and um uh, but yeah like uh I decided to propose to her while I was cutting weight in the sauna like in my bathtub like dying and I was like you know what like I'm gonna do it like I'm gonna propose to her <laughs> because it was this big moment for me it was like I'm gonna go in there I'm gonna smoke this yeah, guy yeah yeah I'm gonna go propose to my girlfriend, and yeah. and it's gonna be like I'm back in the UFC. I'm gonna, that's it. And I went in there and fucking Wasn't the worst quite the fairy tale ended. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, not even close. <laughs> but I was like, fuck it, like, hey man, I set this goal. I said I was gonna propose to her, so I'm gonna do it. You know what I mean? And I did it, and it was cool. It was a good moment for both of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and like I said, we're still cool. I think she sold the ring. She doesn't want to say that, but like. <laughs> I, I got no piece of it, bro. But we like no, like like we're cool. We're we're cool, but like uh yeah, we're not together anymore, but we're cool. <laughs> no, that's you won't lie, that's a pretty fucking funny story. Um <laughs> before it, yeah, I'm gonna smash him, I'm gonna fucking propose back in UFC in co main event and I'm sorted. Uh nah. <laughs> it's just but it's still memorable and we're having a laugh about it now, mate. And and oh, hundred percent, man. It's that's nah, all good, man. It's all good. Um, what would you say separates you from other fighters in your division right now? What separates me, man? I mean, I, I'm always, I'm the hardest. I'm not gonna say I'm the hardest worker. I know I'm gonna work hard as hell. I'm. I know I'm gonna work past my limits. Yeah. Uh, I know I'm gonna push the pace. I try to break people. You know. Um. My biggest enemy is myself, you know. That's 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 my biggest enemy, right? So I'm a Gemini. I guess that's the thing, right? We got two sides. Mm-hmm. So, but when I when when you know when I'm on, I can fight anybody in the world, and I can fight you standing. I can fight you on the ground. I can fight you anywhere. Um, I don't know, man. I I I I, I don't like to compare myself to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I could say, like, you know what? Here's something I could say, right? If you're a better striker than me, I'm a better grappler than you. If you're a better grappler than me, I'm gonna be a better striker than you. Yeah. The thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm now I'm about ten years, eleven years in the game. Now I'm starting to understand how to put everything together. Really, really. I mean, I've, I've, I, the thing is, I've, I've competed at the highest level, and, 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 and really not know, not understand anything. And now I'm getting to this point where. Uh, I'm I'm actually planning my retirement. You know what I mean. So I want to go out with a bang, and so I'm going out with a. I'm no, I'm not. I don't want to go out. I'm going out with a bang. I'm gonna retire in the UFC, and 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 I want big memorable fights before I do retire. At least for my division, you know, just so I could just say, hey, I did it twice. Peace out, you know. I do recall you saying in uh, an interview. I think it was like, I can't remember. If it, was, it was actually a pre-match interview saying there is a time limit on you know your MMA career. Um. And I think that is the case for majority of fighters. It's what, 15, 20 years um in terms of being in this game at an elite level. And I mean obviously there's still was a life after um MMA and you know, but just being on the top level, it's you know, I I do recall you saying that. So just following up on what you've just said as well. 
Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know where this number came from, but it came from, I mean, it popped up in my head mm-hmm. I mean, fairly, fairly early when I started uh, this, this journey. But uh, 35, I'm going to wait till the end of 35, like literally like the day before 36. Yeah. That's when I retire, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna to ride it till the wheels fall off. And then I have bigger plans afterwards. You know, the goal yeah. is the goal is the goal is or you know for me to retire in the ufc and people saying damn no 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 please don't retire you know what i mean please don't retire you're you're, you're about to get you you've got you know, so much more to, to like, offer yeah 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 i'm sorry guys sorry guys it's time to go i did you know i did what i yeah. had to do you know and i did I, it I'm with way, that fan so. base and I, I think it's something that's a really young age to consider retirement but if that's what you, that's what your goal is. And I mean, you've really achieved so much already. Um, and I will ask you one or two more questions in relation to, you know, basically if you're at the end of your career, but you can pick one dream opponent, past or present, that you get to go in the Oxygen with, who are you going to pick? Uh, on the spot, I know. <laughs> that's so a dream good fight. one. You're Dana White. You're promoting your own fight. <laughs> a dream fight, like past or present. Hmm, that's a good one. Like, I like. I'm trying to think. Like, do I want to go? Like, I mean, we'd for sure sell out Reseda if I fought like. <laughs> I'm thinking Reseda, right? I mean, anywhere, and like, you know, I, I Connor versus to everybody's gonna make <laughs> Connor versus everybody's everybody's gonna make money. So I would love yeah. to fight Connor, right? But for my legacy, for someone that I would want to fight, that would make me like, um, I know that I would fucking like really, really work hard for, yeah, um. Probably like Jose Aldo in his prime. Nice. Um, someone like I mean, I mean anybody in the top ten right now. I mean, I'm, I mean, I train hard for everybody, dude. You know, I'm at the point like where like every everybody like I have to respect everybody, even if I know I can beat them. Like I still have to train really, really hard. But like mm-hmm. anybody in the top like five in the UFC at one thirty five. 145 is they're they're all freaking killers you know so you have to take all of them seriously like, all of them all of them to me like like i i like i i only want to fight like marlon vera like i want to fight uh, uh what's his name marab i want to fight um just just these top 10 guys bro. Like, I, just because i'm we're gonna fight you know and we're gonna give the fans a show and 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 i in and, and and that's it bro like because like i can give you guys I can give those guys all the work and they can mm-hmm. give me all the work and then we're going to see who's going to be the baddest shit in the night. And um, that's something I'm going to do. I'm actually going to go back down to 135 and finish my career. My team and I have talked about it. My last three fights have been at 145. My next fight will be at 145. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to go back down to 135 and uh, close out my career. But I, I you know, my last, like I, my last loss was at 145 and I can't go out on a loss. I got to get one more 145 fight. Mm. But um, I I still haven't answered your question. Dream fight, yeah, Jose Aldo, or Conor McGregor. No, good choices, mate. Good choices. Um, as I will put close to this interview, and I do thank you very much for your time. It's been a 
fucking awesome episode and really good interview. Um, just a good way to start sort of the MMA side to the podcast as well. And just to have you on and just be open as you can. And just um, not just have it all be about being inside the cage, outside the cage, but there is a redemption to your story as well. And just, you know, I just can't thank you enough for your time. Uh, what I will ask, the last question is, is there anything you want to promote? Anything you want to share? Because we're now at the end of the interview. Anything you want to plug? The opportunity is yours, mate. Sick. Um, plugs. Plugs my team. Black House MMA, Rewire Performance. Now Fight Syndicate, Big Bear, Fight Syndicate, MMA, period. Uh, there's, a, there's a few of them. Uh, my coach is Brazilian Samurai, Kenny Bolt Wrestling, Johnson, um, Jason Park, the Brazilian Samurai, Juan Gomez. Um, shout out to my sponsors, Gitana, Fightwear, Diamond Mas Tequila, uh, Athletic CBD, Blue Hole, Belizean Cuisine, um, Pelican Reef Villas, Rock LA, and yeah, that's it, man. I mean, if I missed out, I'll get you guys in the next one. No, 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 mate. And where can the listeners find you on social media? Right now, Warrior One Three Five UFC. I'm pretty much on Instagram. Uh, I'm. I, I think I want to start hopping on that Twitter soon. I don't know about that. No, wait, no, it's called X now. It's called X. It's called X. Yeah, okay, well, you know, Musk renamed it. So when you next go on Twitter, oh. the bird's gone. It's now just a fucking X. That's kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> it's distracting because like I've got loads of tabs open now, and I'm just like. Am I on a porn website or Twitter? <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. Hey, but what about, about but what about um what's what's the one for Instagram? Uh what your Instagram or the one that's opposite? Uh, no. TikTok? No. What there's like a Threads? Threads. Threads. Um I've not gone to that one yet. I'm just waiting for my new phone because I can't get Instagram on it at the moment. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I use my laptop. I'd rather go with Twitter. Um, Twitter X. does help me with my podcast, one is. Uh, I know everyone's moaning about it, about Elon Musk and whatever. But for me personally, it allows me to interact with fans. I've gained um, like subscribers uh, because of it. Not specifically t- Twitter, but it does help. So, yeah. I'm oh, sorry, X. 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 Uh, <laughs> but no, that's cool, man. Uh, I'll send the listeners your way. I want to thank you for your time. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day because I think it's what midday at the moment, about half 12, uh, one for you. So you've got the afternoon to enjoy but if everyone can follow Albert on his social media handles, that'd be awesome. If you could follow me on my social media's handles in the description below, that'd be fantastic. Then you see what I've got lined up. See if I can match the energy of this interview. It's going to be very hard because it's been a banger of an episode. But if you could like this video, subscribe to the account. That'd be awesome. But for now, everyone, I need to stop doing that. Um, <laughs> enjoy the rest of your day. Take care. Hello there. I've got a special announcement for my next guest. Hey, this is Albert, the Belizean Warrior Morales, and I'm on What Do You Call It podcast. You heard.